Hello, my friend, and welcome again to the Deeper Daily Podcast. It's the 17th day of February. It's a Friday. It's travel day for Natasha and I. We're heading to Missouri this weekend. We'll be ministering at the uh, Southside Poplar Bluff General Baptist Church on Sunday morning, and we'd love to be in service with you. Address is at our website, paulwhiteministries.com slash schedule. You can see it on our Facebook page, Paul White Ministries. Uh, They do a live stream as well, I think, on Facebook, but we will record that encounter and we'll have it up for you very soon. I'm excited about being in Missouri. Next weekend, not this weekend, next weekend, we have our Chapin, South Carolina and our Flowery Branch, Georgia monthly meetings, uh, addresses and times on our website. That closes the month of February and uh, we'd love to be with you if you're in our area. Mark chapter 3. Yesterday we talked about parables and the reason for parables because Jesus introduces this segment by talking about parables. I want to reread something we read yesterday so that we can freshen up on what it is Jesus actually says and we'll stop at verse 27. We read all the way through 30 yesterday, but let's read 23 to 27. Jesus says this, "How can Satan cast out Satan?" There's a question. Now he's going to go, he's kind of going to go about answering it by laying out a series of illustrations in this parable. And I'll number them as we go. These are my numbers, not the text. Number one, if a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. There's principle number one. Number two, if a house is divided against itself, that house cannot stand. Number three, If Satan has risen up against himself and is divided, he cannot stand, but has an end. Okay, why the different stories? Well, part of the reason could be that Jesus is describing the same thing with three allegories. That seems to be the case because division is in every one of them. Kingdom divided, house divided, Satan divided. But it also seems as if Jesus is simply putting layers on the same argument. If How can Satan cast out Satan's the question? How can the adversary cast out the adversary? That would be a kingdom divided against itself, which pits Satan as the head of a kingdom, which is another word for empire. When we talk about the kingdom of God, we're talking about God's empirical reign over multiple states with the, him at the top of the hierarchy. That's God's kingdom, different than man's kingdom, because it's run different than man's kingdom as well. In the kingdom of the accuser, Jesus says, if that kingdom were divided, then the kingdom could not stand, because if a kingdom is divided, it eventually falls. This is why we engage as nations in civil war, because there are divisions And those divisions become so stark that they threaten the stability of the whole. So you have a civil war to resolve those instabilities. You either come out of that divided, which means you are no longer one, the kingdom did not stand, or you come out of that united, and hopefully that fissure, that break, heals stronger. And then you go on to be a stronger kingdom. So... He's describing Satan as the head of a kingdom. And then the next layer is a house divided against itself. The house cannot stand. And it seems as if Jesus is now setting up the 
an illustration to show how he's going to conquer Satan's kingdom. Remember, he already told you, if it's divided, it won't stand. It's like a house. If a house is divided, and this is if the people in the house are in not in unity, then the house can't stand as a house. Now bring it all together. If Satan has risen up against himself and is divided, he cannot stand but has an end. So Jesus is saying, if I'm actually doing what you say I'm doing by the power you say I'm using, which is the power of Beelzebub, if I'm casting out devils by the power of the devil, then Satan, as the federal head of a kingdom, has decided to thwart his own kingdom. He has then come into his house and has decided to break up his house. Jesus is saying common sense would tell you that if you think these possessions are signs of the devil, then if I'm using the power of the devil to remove the devil, then I'm dividing the kingdom of the devil. This would be undermining what he would be trying to do. It's kind of Jesus going, hey guys, use common sense. So if Satan's the one that's risen up, he can't stand, he would have an end. Now, Jesus then flips it in 27 and puts himself in the driver's seat. 27 is Jesus no longer sort of being on the defensive. He's not just using allegory. He is, but he's doing more with it. Listen to 27. No one can enter a strong man's house and plunder his goods unless he first binds the strong man and then he will plunder his house. So Jesus is now telling them what he's doing. I'm actually plundering Satan's kingdom. I'm not being used by Satan. That wouldn't make any sense for Satan or his kingdom. I'm plundering the house of the enemy and I'm doing it by binding the strong man first and then plundering his house. So this is a kingdom takeover that has begun in Christ. It's to say, whatever is in this house is going to belong to the Father. To do that, I have to silence the owner of the house. I have to bind him up. And in, and in more spiritual vernacular, I have to silence the voice of the accuser so that I can plunder the house. And I think we need to realize that at Calvary, what Jesus is doing is binding up the enemy so that in the resurrection, he can plunder the house. And I think for all of us experientially, it sounds like this, until we silence the voice of the accuser, the adversary, we cannot take over the house, whatever that house looks like. And that could even be our own mind, our own family. We have to come against that voice, that adversary. We have to, he has to be bound in Christ. And so Jesus goes about doing good and healing all who are oppressed of the devil, the book of Acts says. So he's binding the strong man right and left. That leads us to what's often called the unpardonable sin. And we'll get into that tomorrow. And we'll also introduce the message you can expect to hear right here on Sunday. We'll see you then. God bless.